0: No, I guess it was about a decade ago I was talking to somebody, and I was looking at all the development in Dallas in Uptown and Deep Elm and the West End and right in the heart of downtown Dallas, and I said, you know, it's really coming back. But I'm afraid Fort Worth is going to become a bedroom community because of Alliance and all the development to the South. Boy, that's not true anymore. It is hot. And maybe that's one reason that Street Realty just relocated from Arlington to Fort Worth. Ryan Dodson is the co-founder and president. Of a company that was recently redubbed Street Realty and moved from Arlington to Fort Worth. It's good to have you with us. Thanks,
1: David. Good to be here.
0: So I don't. Do you I don't. You may disagree with what I said, but I really felt there was a period. I mean, except for the Bass family that kept that sort of core of downtown Fort Worth alive, everything else was dying out.
1: You know, I mean, uh, I think these these urban areas ebb and flow, and certainly. Um, We're passionate about urban redevelopment, whether it's in downtown Fort Worth or Arlington or the South side. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, it's good to see uh, what's happened in a lot of these urban areas where you have a strong sense of revitalization. And and that's driven a lot by some really cool users saying, hey, I want to go back into these urban core areas and and
0: set up shop and and do something neat. Well, in a lot of cases, you're taking on, you know, really old buildings and redoing them, which I guess means the bones of those buildings must be pretty good. Hopefully, they are. Sometimes
1: they're not. You know, there's <laughs> not not much worse than getting into a really cool looking old building and, and realizing you've got to shore it up structurally and and spend a lot more money on it than you thought.
0: Tell me about uh, tell me about the demand for this. What kind of tenants are you finding for for your buildings, and where are you active right now? Well, we're
1: active in primarily tarrant county and what we kind of consider the urban infill parts of town um magnolia avenue in fort worth is a, is a big epicenter of some of our projects along with south Main, which has really taken off over the last three to five years uh we've been active there for probably seven or eight years been acquiring properties and of course you know we get a lot of press for what we've done in downtown Arlington, um, and really done a lot of revitalization there. A lot of people, their first question to me when I call them is, where is downtown Arlington? Um, so, you know, we, we tend to find areas where we can we can get creative and add some value. And then we once we kind of get settled, it, it tends to, to become a little bit bigger opportunity for us.
0: So what kind of tenants are you finding, though? Are these major corporations? Or are they sort of law firms and you know, no, individual I, it's, it's,
1: retailers. We're not, we're not seeing major corporations. We're not, we're not seeing the Starbucks of the world or, or the Chipotles of the world. We're seeing, you know, the local entrepreneurs. Uh, some of them are are pretty sophisticated. You know, Kane Roats is a client of ours and they have seven or eight uh, locations now. Um, but also we've got, you know, Four Kahunas Tiki Bar, which is a thousand square foot uh, lounge owned by, by four partners in Arlington. And it's, it's very rewarding and exciting to be able to work with um, true entrepreneurs. And, and these are, you know, a lot of the times what we're seeing in these in these up-and-coming transitional areas, um, the, the people that have the creativity and have the wild ideas that may not be able to go into a university park or a Lincoln Square, they seek us out and they say, hey, we, we think what you're doing is really cool. We want to be a part of
0: it. And that's exactly who we're looking for. So do you need multifamily existing to support your retail operations or do you think you can attract, you know, dwellers, multifamily by building, you know, your, your retail?
1: I think that those two go hand in hand. Certainly by the time an area gets uh, established enough to attract a 50 or 60 or $80 million multifamily complex, which, you know, these, 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 300 and 350 unit multifamily deals are pretty institutional grade investments by the time an area is, is, is developed enough to to attract one of those usually you've got uh some other momentum happening and so i think we're a lot of times the pioneers i think it's easier to talk a restaurant into going in to an area this maybe up and coming and take a chance than it is talk an institutional reit into to funding a you know, $70 million uh, urban-style apartment complex in one of these. But they go hand-in-hand. I mean, we obviously like areas that have momentum. We like people. We like traffic. We like density. So do our customers. And so, you know, whatever we can do to help drive that in one of our projects, um, or if we can piggyback off of some momentum that's already there, you know, South Main, for example, when we started buying assets up and down South Main, and I'm talking about just probably the – five six blocks directly south of i-30 in full worth um there's just a a bunch of really cool old warehousey brick buildings no no residential to speak of um the supreme golf lofts was was an early project over there that we were a small part of and that started we started seeing some some interest from folks that wanted to live down there but there was no there was nowhere to walk at first and then within the last five years you know you've seen Nickel City and Bearded Lady and the Hot Box Biscuit Club and uh, Trey Mowgli, you've seen some really fun and exciting local concepts emerge out of there. And now you go down there on a Saturday night and it's just bustling. And and you've got uh, several institutional grade multifamily projects coming up in the area. And so that's that's really what we love to see is an area that that has some has some character and has some vibrancy and Not only,
0: again, they they just attract each other. But what you're also talking about is patience. And so that requires either deep pockets and the the ability to wait or very patient investors or a very, very patient lender. Yeah, and I think that, you know, some of these deals you
1: can – we've been able to kind of tiptoe into some of these areas um, and establish ourselves like it would be very hard – reversing to 2015 when we started buying assets along front street in arlington to make the case to somebody at that time that we needed to go as big as as we are now we have seven buildings under construction on front street uh in addition to about 18 buildings that we've acquired um, and remodeled but we were able to kind of tiptoe into that and so the project really had an organic growth path to it we didn't set out to say we're going to develop a a district that encompasses four or five blocks we said hey let's we think there could be some opportunity in this area to turn it over and through working with the city and some some uh, TIF and grant programs we've really been able to take our time and and kind of be uh, slow and very conscious about how we want to how we want to do it it would have been virtually impossible to go to somebody uh, five seven years ago eight years ago and sell them the vision on what it is today, um, it, we wouldn't
0: have been able to get the capital. But So your experience predates COVID. You, you come along through a, a real low interest rate period. Then you've got you know, everything being shut down during COVID. And now coming out of that, we've got higher interest rates, more inflation, and lately some financial institutions that are getting a little squirrely probably on some of their lending. So have things changed recently for you?
1: Well, certainly it's made new acquisitions um, more challenging to underwrite. I can't speak for the macro banking um, uh, system. I I can tell you this, you know, the the lenders, we have deep relationships. We're a relationship-based local company. We have deep relationships with our our equity partners and our lenders. And so we're, you know, cautiously optimistic that we're in the right spot to whether a storm we're conservative with our leverage and our debt and um but yeah it's it's definitely you know a year ago i could go get a a commercial real estate loan for four four and a half percent right now that same loan is eight eight and a half percent and uh that's a double it's oh yeah it's a double and if you combine that with material price escalations that we've seen since 2020 you know construction costs we're hoping they that 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 the cost escalations on the construction materials can stabilize a little bit or maybe even go down, um, there's definitely a slowdown, you know. And just anecdotally, you call an engineering firm a year ago and say, hey, I need a survey or I need some preliminary site planning. And it's like, well, we're nine months out or we we can't get to it for for six weeks. Uh, I called and ordered a survey on a tract of land that we're under contract for a week ago, and the, the guy did it the next day. <laughs> So that's an anecdotal um, uh, response to your question, but we are starting to see a little bit more availability on some of these uh, subcontractors and some of the, you know, some of the workers that we deal with on a day-to-day basis, um, some of the service
0: providers. So so based on your inventory right now, have you got another 10 years worth of building ahead of you?
1: No, we've got, uh, we should be wrapping up. I've got, so you know, project-wide, I think we've got 10 or 11 buildings under construction company-wide. Um, seven of those are in Arlington. Five of those are ground up that we'll be done with by the end of the year. Two of those are renovations that we'll be done with within the next six months. Um, we've got three projects that are ground up in our pipeline. It'll be, you know, being being relatively local and conservative, you know, with our investors' capital, it, it's we're probably not going vertical on anything until we have some stabilization in, in these in these debt markets, you know. And so, it, whether it stabilizes at eight or nine percent or seven, six or seven percent, uh, we need we need things to kind of the dust to settle so we see what kind of environment we, we're in to underwrite, and we also need to kind of see uh, where, where the demand is headed. We're still getting really good. Our brokerage team is getting. Good call volume, good good activity on the leasing front. Uh, we haven't seen a ton of um, uh, lease rates starting to come. We haven't seen them come down, so we're we're still you know cautiously optimistic, but it, it's definitely a, a completely different environment
0: than it was a year ago. Well, and and it comes back to that patience that you have demonstrated. Ryan Dodson is the co-founder and president of the New Street Realties. good to spend some time with you. Thank you very much. Thank you, David. Thanks a lot. For more of a conversation, go to KRLD.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.